Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. Hello and welcome to Six Bits. My name is Myrna O'Connell. Right over there is Mr. Raymond Foley and I'm here to tell you that I might be about to die. Why are you... Di- you haven't got the COVID. You're like the rock and Robert Pattinson. You've got the COVID. Bum, bum, bum. It's not the COVID. It's not the COVID. What is it? We had the gas man in this morning. Uh-oh. I'm so tired. The ga- we had the gas man. Hey, gas man. Did he come in the door and say, uh, let me tell you the story. Petty Englishman, petty Irishman, petty Scotchman. That's exactly what he did. That's oh. a, I was like, this is amazing. And then he said, you're not in any way funny. You're about to die. And that's it. And he, then he signed a form and he left and he said, 90 euros is going to be taken off your bill. It's terrible. Uh, is there a problem with your bo- with your boiler or something? Have you got carbon We're monoxide poisoning? No, no, no. We're just getting our boiler checked. Okay. And you've heard I live in the smallest house in the world. Mm-hmm. And um, and he arrived. So I, all I could do was stay in in my bedroom. Because, you know, there's nowhere... All right, yeah. For me to hang. That's funny. I've talked about this so before. Like, where, when, I'm when just going to be in this room. Yeah, when a but, man is in your house and you're avoiding the man in your house. Yeah, but you've got, like, at least in my house, I can go to another floor. Oh, Where yeah, it? nothing I could do. I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to... So I left my bedroom door partially opened and I lay down and I listened to the radio. And, um, and uh, you know, he was shouting. But then when people are wearing masks, even in tiny houses... You don't quite know what's going on. Yeah. I was like, is he talking to me or is he talking on the phone? There could be an accent so, issue as well. Where mixed... No accent issue. Oh, but right, it okay. was, it was, I, I didn't go to sleep until I, I, I read a book in one night, which was stupid, <laughs> knowing I'd have to get up early. So I'd, I've only had a couple of hours sleep. I'm not oh. feeling great now, I'm going to be honest. And um, he says, <laughs> he's like, hey, can I go outside to your flume? And I said, my flume? I, I beg your pardon. My I, gentleman friend isn't even here and you, you take advantage of a young lady by asking something so inappropriate. Well, I was actually going, do you have, do you have a giant m- marshmallow for me? A flume? <laughs> You've got a flume? Excellent. Flume. And I said, yeah, yeah, go out. Uh, go out the back there. And then I went, there's no way he can get to that. There's nothing attached to this. You'd have to go into our neighbours to look at the flume at okay. the back wall. And he was like, all right, yeah, okay, 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 okay. So he came back in anyway, did a few more bits. And then he called me and goes, okay, so I'm just going to sign this, but I can't, I can't check your flume. I said, I know, I told you I don't have giant marshmallow. Like, why are you even <laughs> asking me about my flume? And uh, he, uh, he said, if you just sign this, I'm just going to let you know. And he said it really quickly. So uh, your, your vent is too close to your flume. Uh, so carbon monoxide could, it's fine at the moment, but you know, you could die sort of a thing. I was like, and he said, and just sign that and 90 euro will be taken off your bill. Bye. Bye-bye. I knew this was, by the way you said I had a gas man in this morning, I thought, oh, here we go. Carbon monoxide poisoning. I mean, I yeah. can almost guarantee it. Yeah. 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 Oh, Jesus. So what are you going to so- do? Move out. Just get, now's the time. If ever there was a sign, now's the time. Oh, Listen. One hundred percent. Was that a was that a service then, or was it an emergency call out? No, it was a service. Okay, fair enough. It was just a service. We're trying to stay on top of things, so we said we'd get a service in. And then he had all this stuff open, and you can just see all the dust because I live in a house where there is there is no ventilation. So that's that's the one vent in the house. Yeah, man. Happens to be beside the flume where there's carbon monoxide. So you know there's just damp everywhere, and there's yeah. mold everywhere, and it's all a nightmare. So you know the the humidifier is going twenty four seven, and. Uh, and then I was looking at all the dust on the 
and the and the vent. I was like, that is just so gross. But I I, I sometimes leave out. Like, but the dust on the vent could be your death, your certain death. Yes, but there's mold all over the house. Like it's there's mold everywhere. Uh, so okay, I've got a I've got a couple of questions now. Like so I need to like we have to clean off the mold all of the time. Yeah, you need to move like, out. You need to move out first of all. Second of all, who's paying for that service? Because I don't think you have to pay for it. Do you? The landlord is supposed to pay for it. It'll be on our bill. It'll be on your bill, but you pass it on. I think. I would assume so. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I would assume so. And then what happens now? Like if you're going to stay, I presume you need to stay in the house for another while. You so need to block up the... The vent. The vent. Oh, Jesus so That Christ. means there will be more, more zero ventilation in the house. So it's... And then whenever I talk about it, do you know what happens? Whenever anyone asks me and I end up talking about the mold and the lack of vents, whatever, I feel like I can feel fungus growing on my lungs. <laughs> like that it's fuzzy. Like, I'm like, my lung is fuzzy now. Like, I've, this is what's yeah. happened. It's like when you're in the sea and you start talking about jellyfish. You know. And then next thing you're going to die from a jellyfish sting. No, but then you feel, or you, feel you, you think you can feel stings all over. Or when you're talking about wasps or creepy crawlies uh, or spiders, you think there's one on you because you're talking about it. Same deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, babes, you got to move out. You, you got to move out, okay? I I absolutely couldn't agree more. Okay. But I'm just not willing to move out of a house to move into another rented house. I think it would break me. You don't, you've got a small house. You don't have that much stuff. Like, uh, hire a movers. By the way, if I can give you one piece of advice, hire a flipping movers. It is the best thing in the world. You've got a small house. It'll take you a day to pack it and another day to, another day to unpack it on the other side. And hire a movers. It's a few quid, but it is entirely worth it. Is it? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, as you said, we've got very little stuff. Like, we've got three pieces of furniture. That's it. What they do is they come over with a bunch of crates, uh, like Tesco-style, delivery-style crates. You lump a plastic, hard plastic jobs. You lump all of your stuff into them over the course of a day. And then you, you then they come at the end of the day or the next morning, pick it up, and then they just drive it over there and they put it in whatever room you tell them to put it in. And then you unpack it for the, the next day. And honest to God, it it is... It's not cheap. Well, it's not not very horribly expensive either. I've got the name of a place that does it. They're mm. absolutely un, unbelievable. It is like the best. Rather than like loading up your car and doing 15 journeys over and back and putting all of your clothes in black bags and all of that shite, just hire a mover. This is when I knew that things were weird because my... um. My friend moved recently. They they moved into it. They moved. They bought a house. They moved in, and she goes to me. Oh no no no! We're we're using Nadine and Shane's movers. And I was like, Ew. Nadine and Shane have movers. They have actual movers because they've moved so much. And I was like, they haven't moved that much, but they've moved a lot recently. And I was like, they've got movers. That's what, you know when people have have something that's weird. Yeah, like a like pa- you have a mover. A podiatrist. The name of someone. Or a- you have a mover. An acupuncturist or a chiropodist. A, a chiropodist. I need to go to a chiropodist. I'll give you the number from my dermatologist. I'll give you the number from my gynecologist. <laughs> Can you who who does your Botox? Uh it's Sean's brother Sean Monsanto. Your Botox your Botoxist? My Botoxicist. I, no I think Botoxicist? Th- there's no uh, word for the Botox. Is there it's you're a doctor. They're uh they don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be a, you don't I know, have to be a medical yeah. professional to put Botox in something. Sean's face. brother is a doctor, though. He does a load of the Botox. He's very successful at it, apparently. Do you know that? Sean Monsanje's brother. Go away. Is he oh, a good one? 
Apparently he's amazing. Give me his number. <laughs> Look at you there. I saw the eyes lighting up. The yeah, la- that's because you get... I'll never forget when my, the- eyes, when my eyes light up, all you see is wrinkles Wrinkles. Now. I was just going to say, the last time I saw emotion on Warren's face was that Friday morning at 10.31am. <laughs> she was never the same again. Although, none of us could really tell. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to do it, though. I don't think you should do it. Why? Because you don't need it. You do not need it. When you need it, I will tell you. I will just tell you. A, just a little touch. No, you don't need it. Up Same with Kate. You don't need it. You need wrinkles. You actually do need wrinkles. Like, you need them to look like a real human being rather than these plastic. And the other thing as well is it is a slippery slope. There's like, I know. I know it's a slippery slope. I, I definitely agree. Uh, yeah, because you do like eventually go, oh, they're, they're coming back. And then you go double. And then you start getting the lip fillers and the, the, the what, what are these? The, your chin, cheekbones get done. And I yeah, know a girl. It's you see, we all know girls, don't we? We all know girls, and I know someone who's handled it very well, and she's in her sixties. She only gets a top up like once a year. It's amazing. That's all you need, and then that's when you're older. You don't need it now. You're not even forty, for Christ's sake. I know, but still, you don't need it. You don't want to become one of those. I work There's on a bu- the telly. We. That's what I was just going to say to you. There's a bunch of them that we both mutually know that it's like, dude, you don't need that. You're a kid still. Don't go down that I road. Know, don't go down that road. they look a lot better than I do. They don't, you see. They don't. They do. They actually don't. Just get your hair done. Then you'll be fine. I got me hair done. Although oh. the grey is back already. Oh, Jesus. All right. Okay, sorry. I thought that was... I thought rude. We were still doing a thing. So oh. rude. Mm. I've got tea sweats this morning. Oh, my God. I'm enjoying Cause the tea. Because it's, it's lovely and warm out. It is very warm, isn't it? It's very heavy. I don't rake... Stop, stop, stop it now. Stop. Don't do it. What? We're happy with the warmth. Oh, Don't yeah, I'm do not. It to me. Do you know what? There is a change. There's definitely a change. There's a little bit of a breeze. And certainly as soon as the sun goes down, there's a little, it's a little bit cooler, which I, I have to say I appreciate. I don't right. like it too warm. I don't like it so warm that I have to have the window open because my neighbours don't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> We've only got, what, two weeks where we can have nice weather. So let's just let's just take it in any way, shape or form that it can, that is coming at us. I think we need to stop this constant complaining about... Irish weather. We're not. Uh, There's not constant complaining about Irish weather. That's we not have true. Pretty good weather. I mean, we have had good weather pretty much from April up to now, apart from a few torrentially Ma, bad. Would you stop? It stopped in. Sorry, it came back in August, but it went away for all of July and a lot of June. We had we, a good March, April, and May. We used April and May in our back garden. And then we've spent the rest of the summer looking at our back garden going, you know, we never use it anymore. And it's gorgeous. but Like, it's gorgeous out. The weather is gorgeous. But we just never use the garden anymore. We do that in Ireland. It's like barbecues, out the back, playing, paddling pools, sprinklers, the whole nine yards. And then the next thing, we get so accustomed to it so quickly, the, the nice bit of weather, that it's like, nah, this is just summer now. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll whinge then about Irish weather. Until the clocks change and then it's dark again. It's like, oh yes, I loved this is my favorite time of the year. But you just said that your favorite time of the year was March, April in springtime when the summer's but coming it's, in. It's when it can get cold. Do you know when we have that that beautiful moment? And this is for people who live in Dublin, for people who live, and I'm very sorry for people who live in the West, yeah. because you know it's just going to rain. Like Jesus, those years in Galway were hard, man. Who like are you I telling? love Galway. It could be my favorite place in Ireland, but. Jesus, that rain. Dublin feels like a different country. Like, it feels like it has a different climate than 
the west. It and does. Limerick, it was always raining. It does have a different climate. Yeah. Because yeah. coming over the sleep, coming over all the mountains, the rain just goes. So when we get that real nice, proper cold weather, when it's not raining, it's fab. It is Lovely. fab. Yeah, it is nice. Are you getting a winter coat? A good winter coat. Uh, I have enough winter coats. I do you know I have so many. See, that's the thing. I do. I do. I definitely do. I have a I have a wardrobe full of old clothes that don't fit me. So I'm my full time job now is to lose this weight. So I am now. So technically, you need to lose weight for climate change. No, I'm not doing it for climate change. I'm doing it for but tightness. You, yeah, I could. I could. I could. I could argue. You could yeah. say it's for climate change because you don't want you want to be sustainable fashion. Fast, you don't fast, want to be fast fashion. I hate fast fashion. <laughs> Fuck. Can't even say it. Do you know what I mean? Because it it it, it ca- gets stuck in your yeah. crawl. <laughs> it won't. <laughs> my subconscious won't allow me to say the expression. I'm so again. I'm so fundamentally opposed to it. <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm not tight. I'm I, even because I could go and buy clothes and I'd be happy to. But it's. It would just be a dreadful waste. I've got so many good clothes that I haven't worn much at all that I just need to get back into again. So I've lost. Nine pounds now since I started uh, on the 11th of oh, August. Oh, fair play. Yeah. So That's amazing. Yeah, I'm down to 15.12 from 16.7. Uh, well done. Is that right? Uh, Roisin, yes, Roisin, who we work with in uh. Virgin Media. She's like, when's Ray coming in? I want to tell him my number. <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> the first day Roisin went into this, uh, she wanted to lose weight during lockdown, so she did. And her first day back, she works in the makeup room. She looks like she you can really see a difference. And Ray was like, what the hell are you doing? What's going on? What's going on? And she told him how much she'd lost. And he was walking around the, he was walking around the studio going, Roshane's lost 20 pounds. Jesus Drop Christ, yeah. So yeah, fair like, play to it. I think the thing is, you just need to make a decision. And I've made the decision. Also, I'm having the bit of, finally having the bit of the life, midlife crisis that I was expecting for a few years. So I'm kind of oh, like. Oh, it's happened. I think so. Because I, I spent my 30s. Not sorting myself out and telling everyone that, well, uh, you know, there's going to come a point where I have a panic and a midlife crisis. Because all men seem to do it at some point. That it's like, Jesus, your man really sort. You know, Jesus Christ, your man, he looks. I only saw him a few weeks ago and he was fat as all get out. But now, my God, he's re- he looks amazing. And I, there, I don't think there's any man in my age group or maybe a little older, like maybe five in the five years older than me. I don't think there's any man that I know that was overweight that didn't go through a year or a few years of like sorting it out and it being a thing. So I've gone a, a different way about it though. I've, I'm going to the gym every single day. Mm. This is week three of it now. Mm. Every single day. And I'm regarding it as part of my job to do that. Like it's actually yeah. my job because on the days I was, I told you this already, did I? On the days I'm mm. off, I treat it like a weekend. And the days I'm on, I absolutely hate that day because it's like, I know I'm going to be on. So if you make every day and <laughs> just yeah. the day you're going, then it's it's gone. And it has actually made a difference. It's like, oh, I'll just go now. That's it. It's just happening. It's, it's yeah. part of every day. I so, did the same thing with the running. As in, it it was the easiest thing to lose from my life when life went back to normal. Yeah. Because it wasn't, it was only there for what, three months, four months. So it just so yesterday I had to make the decision of like, no, no, this is it every freaking day. Yeah. In, even in the rain, would you go in the rain? Oh, God, absolutely. Um, I read an article I there have to. a few days ago about running and 
it's something I've always said, but the article actually vindicated me. And I'm like, oh, okay, I don't have to do running anymore, which is marvellous. No, no. Uh, but for years, I've come back to running. Year, like years, for like 15 years, I've come back to couch to 5Ks and gone, right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do the couch to 5K. I'm going to run. And I've run them. I've run 5Ks. I've run 10Ks. And I absolutely, more I absolutely hate running. It's like I, a form. So do I. Even with a podcast. It's just, but the thing is with me, you see, you're, you're at least live. You're a light person. I am, I am, even when I'm not fat, I'm still big. Like I've got big, there's, there's a big skeleton under here, right? Yes. Yes. That I'm thumping around, mm. holding. I, and I have no technique. I have no grace. Gotcha. I'm thumping and I'm actually, it's a form of torture. I'm actually, and this is the article I was reading about high impact uh, sports, like the impact on your joints and particularly as you're getting older, the impact yeah. on your knees and your joints in general. It's just really, really bad for your body. And yeah. it turns out that's what I've been feeling every time I'm running. It's not actually... Because the boredom isn't there. I'm listening to a podcast. It's the feeling of like, oh my God, I'm feeling so awful. So I'm doing a load of low impact stuff over in the gym. And I got to tell you, it's a game changer. You're there not going to go. Mid-November, you're not going to recognize me. It's just finding something that's right for you. And you seem to have hit on something. A culture. Well, the other thing that has changed is I started doing this swimming thing every day, yeah. right? I know I've become a gym, a swim bore. Yes. But I'm just, absolutely, a million percent. Well, at least I'm not talking about children anymore. Uh, <laughs> so. No, we haven't talked in a week and it is 16 minutes in. Well, so I talking about children have. in the last podcast? I don't think I was talking about children in the last podcast. You were. I am studiously avoiding talking about, I have like 15, I have 15 things, I have zero. Your children came into the last podcast. Exactly. They came were... in, they came into the last podcast, but I didn't bring it up. They brought it up. So I win. I, I got you there. That's something they say all the time as well. Wow, that? what got a you. terrible, I got love you it. You, and you this is the thing, he's got the logic of a child as well. Got you Beautiful. there. Got you there. Ah, she got you there. What was it he said uh, at dinner the other night? I was pretending not to know anything about coronavirus in a sort of an educational way, which is like, I don't know anything and then they tell me about oh, th- yes. things like washing your hands and blah, blah, blah. And Andrew, <laughs> Andrew with his mouth full of chicken, turns to me and says, Daddy, why do you know nothing about coronavirus when mommy works in the news and the only thing in the news is the coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> so he's basically figuring out, oh my God, my father doesn't care about my mother or anything. He's my negating father. her entire existence. <laughs> my father's an idiot. Holy God. My father is all about coercive control. He doesn't care. Oh my. Yeah. The he's sudden realization. It's psychological six. issues. At six, he's so way ahead of us. It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's such a. I'm so proud. So it's such a lovely thing to see. And by the way, I'm spending. Th- I've spent thousands, tens of thousands, probably on therapy, and he already has an insight into the family dynamics that I never, never had. Oh yeah, Andrew's. Andrew just has to decide if he's going to use his everything for good or evil. Have we said this before? Because that's what Kate says all the time about Andrew. She says, "No, uh, Andrew just needs to decide if he's going to build the world up or burn it down." Yes, <laughs> so. I would. I would. And do you know what? I haven't actually seen Andrew in person in ages. But he could still go either way. Yeah, he could. No, it's just you could tell when he was like. Remember that summer when we both got fired, and we were spending loads of time with each other, and I was out in your house all the time, just going, "Oh my god, <laughs> let's have do? a gin and tonic at one o'clock in the afternoon." And um, you could even tell then, 
Andrew could just look at you and weigh and he was like, he's got my number and he's three. Go away from me. Uh. Stop it, Andrew. Stop looking at me. So yeah, you, he just needs to decide which way he's going to go. Matthew will inherently be good. It's fine. Anyway, enough kitty, enough kitty chat. That, that's the, the kids, kids box, box ticked. Uh, with the swimming, I realised that I can actually make a commitment. I can make a choice and commit to something. Something that I've never really done. Like all of the commitments in my life are commitments that I have fallen into, right? I love the way he's like, I've never really committed to anything. His wife is downstairs. But she's not actually, she's gone out. But, uh, it, but yeah, I take your point. And the the fact remains that uh, that would actually, that it actually applies you to that. You've fallen into your marriage? Uh, to a certain degree. To a certain degree, Maureen. You get me, you can, you can relate to this. Surely most relationships are the same. You get into a relationship and... You're in a relationship then. And marriage isn't just, is another relationship really. That like, it's not the case that like every day I need to make the decision. It's not like I wake up every day and go, right, I'm going to stay married today. That's not the, okay. That's not the commitment really. I mean, it's just, it's a thing that is. Okay. Well, for me it is. And for Kate it is as well. We've talked about this because. Have you never gone through that, that I think it happens when kids are quite young, where you go through that phase of, oh my God, I hate this. And you have to make that decision to. Stay with that person. Have you no. ever had that? No. Uh, That's cool. Maybe, That's amazing. Maybe Kate has, but yes. I, I haven't. Because I know my mother certainly had it when she had three children under four or whatever the hell it was. She had a wobble. Not a wobble. She was... It was just a different time. She was a shift worker. He was a shift worker. But he got to sleep and she didn't. Uh-huh. So she'd come home from work and she'd have to mind her children. He'd come home from work and he'd have to say hello to his children. And then he goes yeah. to bed. I understand. And yeah. One day she said she was outside Todd's in Limerick and the bus pulled up for Shannon. She was like, all I have to do is get on that bus. And <laughs> I, can fly, I can fly back to London and go to my friends. And it could be all over. Yeah. And she was like, she stared at the bus. She stared at the bus with bags in her hand. She said she stared at it for over, for like half an hour, 30 Jesus. minutes. Going, I just have to walk over and get on. I ju-, and she said, I made the conscious decision to say, no, go home. I knew I loved my family, but I knew that that was me going, okay, don't lose your mind now with the whole, because, you know, you're a woman in the 60s, 70s. She wasn't allowed to give out about not sleeping or not having right. anything or she just had to accept that this was her lot in life and that support wasn't a thing or you couldn't be depressed or you couldn't be unhappy. She yeah. just had to live on having no sleep for seven years. And then she was like, and then it was fine. And go to mass, obviously pray for... Oh, and getting and yeah. getting churched and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It was a fabulous thing. Uh, but that was it was a purely a sleep issue. She was like, Oh, it was purely oh yeah, a sleep yeah. issue. Insane. It was like, from I thought I was sleep. losing my mind. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's yeah. funny you, you use the expression there twice about it was a different time. But the I can readily admit that I am not as good a father as I w- would like to be or ought to be. Like there's, but is there's that because no, Kate lets you off the hook. Uh, there's a couple of things. Uh, one, yeah, absolutely, yeah, Kate is amazing. Uh, two is... She really is, everybody. When we say stuff like this, we're not exaggerating. Kate genuinely is an amazing person. He's a very lucky man. Yeah. People love her more than I love her. <laughs> but that's not that's not true. I love, I love her a lot. But there's a th- genuinely, strangers particularly, like Kate could get chatting to someone and then a week later, the person is ringing or texting going, that thing I told you about my mum... I've got a follow-up question or what oh, do you like, think about this? And it's like, they're not your best friend. She's very calming and she's very wise. Yeah, I would say. Funny. Yeah. 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 Y- you don't have to live with her. <laughs> Shut up. But uh, the, 
yeah, so there's that, that she's amazing. The second of all, though, is like, uh, maternity leave does play a factor in it. I do think that if, I, yeah. if, if I'd if i had the opportunity to have paternity leave, and the, the years on employment, as you've described as a sort of a miserable time, was the ultimate gift as a relationship to me and my children yes. and family in general, that like, I did that. I did a maternity leave stint uh, with the lads that I never would have, I'd say our relationship would be wildly, vastly different. Different. Uh, if I hadn't and I'm had hearing that, time. that from an awful lot of my like father friends about lockdown. Yeah. They're oh, like, absolutely. Everything's, yeah. Everything's changed. Uh, like a lot of them openly saying, "I know my children better than I ever would have if this hadn't have happened." Isn't I that an awful are. indictment on the world and on society and the way on we live society. now? And the fact that I think every single father I know loved the gift that was, and they're calling it, and it's terrible. They're like, "Oh my god, it's pandemic, and I shouldn't feel this way." But the fact that I got to spend that time with my children, every father I know was like, it, it was amazing. Yeah. Like they got to, it was, they were like, it was a very stressful, different dynamic, of course. But just going, I know my child so much better. Like we've got a different relationship now. Yeah, you're dead right. It is an ultimate indictment on society and how it's been set up. That so many, so many fathers have been so happy with the time that they've had with yeah. their kids over the last few months. But it, it, we, we've spoken before about habits as well. A, a stint like maternity leave sets up bad habits uh, for everybody uh, in that, and particularly for, for the, the men, you know, it's it's easy to fall for everyone to fall into a rut of, I go out, daddy goes out to work because he has yeah. to, and yeah. mommy gets the maternity leave off. And then yeah. the child is the guts of a year old by the time some sort of new normal is being found. And wait a second, hang on, daddy's not used to be, dividing the workload properly, like actually properly. And mommy has already undertaken an awful lot of it because she has been off and on maternity leave. Do you know what I mean? So, and I know how to do it. I'll just do it. I'll just do it. It's just quicker. Yeah. 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 Oh, and it's not just that. It's, uh, you know, like it is. A, yeah, but there is. You know, it, but it's not perfect though that it's, it, no. it's just, it, but, but like I'm saying, it's a habit and it's not making excuses, but that does happen. Mm. Uh, so there's a little bit of that as well, I'd say. And then there was ups and downs. and. But you're right. That's dead. That's, that is the explanation of it. It is. Completely. So we need to sort that out. Can we sort Maureen McGuinness, can when she goes to Europe, can she sort that out? Sweet mother of divine. <laughs> That's trundling on, isn't it? Did you hear the story this morning, actually? Uh, I heard it. I only heard the top line of it, so I need, probably need to look it up. Uh, they're not... They, you know the, the way they've been instructed to disband or to get rid of the Oireachtas Golf Society by the uh, Ard Corla. The, isn't the Ard Corla? Yeah. The Cian Corla. Uh, the one that's left. The... The, the last can, the last can Oh, the last can yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, it's the can Corla. Has said it is it. the can Corla. I'm saying the last can Corla had to resign because of Golfgate. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry. So anyway, the can Corla has said, well, slam, but damning indictment, and I think like immediately, but in the Tisha call for it as well to be disbanded uh, immediately, like the next morning or whatever. But anyway, they've uh, apparently this morning they're confirming that they're not going to disband it, but they are going to change the name for it. <laughs> so, so <laughs> it's insane, isn't it? So they're gonna. They, what are they gonna? The Flamingo Society? I I don't know. The, well, I, the I, Salsa I, Society. Well, the the Cards Club or the, the. Sorry, that could be the most political. Like, I'm sorry. I need to look no it up. Insight? Because... Do they have no insight into their lives and who they are as people? They should just say. No, we're not disbanding the society, by the way. It's been here for 50 years. We all like a game of golf. Rather than being, we're just going to change the name. It's mental. 
Golfgate latest former Rockless Golf Society captain Noel Grealish TD asks president to disband the Golf Society. Ex Attorney General has No, there was something this morning anyway. It was, I was okay. like, uh, well, they will oh, here disband the Golf Society and then they'll create the Golf Association. The Oireachtas Golf Society will defy the Cian Corla's request to disband, but it may be willing to change its name. Awesome. Calls to scrap the society at the centre of the golf gate controversy also came from its former captain, blah, blah, blah. Um, the Oireachtas Society, this is the president, Donny Cassidy, or Donny Cassidy, agrees to suspend all future activities until after the conclusion of the Garda investigation. Uh, that's it. It's just, just a top line. That is okay. Yeah. First of all, there's a guard investigation. So yeah, suspend all activities. It's a pandemic. Things are getting worse. Yeah, suspend all activities. But I don't think you should have to. I'm sorry. I I think it's stupid suspending it or or getting rid of it entirely. Why? People play golf. It's grand. Just what you did was utterly utterly stupid. It's the people's fault. Yeah. People are still going to play golf. Getting rid of society isn't going to stop anything. They're just going to say, hey, lads, how about 80 of us meet down the road? We all bring some sticks and hit some balls. Okay, I take your point. I take your point. Yeah. So I don't see the point in getting rid of it. They want to take the word Oireachtas out of it is what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I see the point in having a bit of cop on. Speaking of cop on, can we talk about this thing for the, the pubs? Having oh, to yeah. keep everyone's food order for 28 days. <laughs> Can someone explain this to me? Yeah, you keep everyone's food order for 28 days. Why? Why? Uh, Why? Well, is the reasoning that, uh, like, if there's a... No, no, see, this is what's wrong. I have read numerous, I've read numerous articles on this. You've probably read numerous articles on this. And, and none of us still know. this explanation by going... Is the reasoning that? No, no. What is the reasoning? Someone tell me what, like, what is the reason? If you have a salad in a restaurant and there's tomatoes in it and you get sick, then it can be traced no. back to the, to See, the tomatoes. This is what's annoying me. If that's what it is. Yeah. Well, stop it. It's not meant to be staying on food. So now you're like, you're, you're actually scaremongering now. Right. I, they have lost control of this situation. If they are saying uh, it could actually be on the food, so we need to know what you particularly have ordered. I'm like, no, you just contact everyone who was in the yeah. restaurant that night. Don't be an idiot. Rather than going, well, that person had the tomatoes. That person had the chicken and they had it in that meat factory. So we better contact them. And you have said for how long that it can't stay on food, that it can't stay, that it won't. Like it's it's all, it's, it's impossible for it to happen that way. They're actually scaremongering now. This is the most stupid thing. That like we're getting into Trump territory. Is it willful scaremongering or is it just stupidity? There seems to be more stupidity, certainly in this new government. Uh, and they're all flapping individually rather than being co- a cohesive governing body working together to, you know, get us through this crap. It just seems to be an absolute shit show. So do you, Absolutely. Do you, so do you think it's scaremongering intentionally or do you just think it's being stupid? Oh, they might be stupid, but they are getting us to being, we're terrified now. Yeah, And I actually do take Kira Kelly's point from yesterday. She made the point of um, the daily tolls. And she was like, we're at a stage where people aren't dying. Right? Yeah. And she was largely, like, well, we've yeah. got increasing, largely, we've got increasing numbers. What is the point on these daily tolls? Let's have a weekly breakdown of the figures. These press press conferences with these tolls are scaring everyone. It is scaring 
everyone, especially older people in our society. Okay. She was like, this is going to happen when people go back to school. We need, it, it was very powerful actually. And I was there going, I actually kind of agree with that. But this food thing, this food thing, I can't. I actually. <laughs> you can't, Morgan. I, I I miss that feeling back in March and April when we were all in this together and, and things were logical. And now, like, I'm, I just feel like they might, next thing, be saying, everyone who bought that pair of slippers, we need to know about. Like, it's, I just don't get it. Um, we haven't been speaking since Chadwick Boseman died. No. That was a gut punch, wasn't it? Okay, so no joke. I, when I opened my social media last Saturday, Saturday morning yeah. and when I saw his picture, I couldn't understand why his picture was up. I was like, why is his mm-hmm. picture everywhere? I you saw know, his name he, on the trendings and I was like, oh, what's he done? What's he done? Well, I saw him on people's Instagram grids. And you know that way you just see a picture. I'm like, mm-hmm. why are there pictures? So then when I went onto Twitter, I honestly... I I couldn't take it in and I I it made no sense to me. I was like, well, he's obviously not dead. Nothing's wrong with Chadwick Boseman. I just thought people were like, oh, it's his birthday or this is an amazing picture or he's done something fantastic. Yeah. Had you and seen any recent photographs of him, though? I hadn't seen any. I've seen some subsequently now, but he was very, no, very skinny. No, I hadn't seen any at the time yeah. when he was skinny. No. God love but him. How in God's name did he keep his weight up filming the Avengers when he had colon cancer? Well, it was early days, wasn't it? It was quite a long time ago he uh, he was filming all of that. He, there was a few that he filmed when he was in the throes of it. Uh, and There was, yeah. He was, yeah. But uh, I, I think I think the Avengers specifically was uh, very early days in his... Um, well, it was, he was, he was diagnosed in 2016. That's when Black Panther came out. So he would have done Black Panther in 2014-15. Mm-hmm. But then the Avengers Infinity War were shooting in what, 2016, 2017? All right, yeah. Or was it around that time? They did film a load up on top, didn't they? They filmed the Avengers, the two last they Avengers them together. Back to back. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. But um, he was very jovial. 21 Bridges and he looked great in it. I was going to say, it was a great film. That was That's on Amazon at the moment. It's a really <gasps> good film, yeah. The Boys is out today, by the way. Boys Series 2. Love it. Love it. Um, I, but four years with colon cancer and no one knew. Yeah, I read that. Spike Lee didn't know. Nobody knew. And they just made a movie together. Mm hmm. The, uh. And did you see that, um, Elizabeth Olsen had to get rid of her Instagram? No. Because she was essentially being trolled so hard with so many death threats for not putting up a, um, an immemorium to him. What? For, she didn't put a tribute to Chadwick Boseman on her Instagram. Yeah. And I don't think she, it's like she's been posting on Instagram. She hasn't or anything. So because she didn't do that, people trolled were trolling her so badly that she had to get rid of her Instagram. My God. Maybe she just doesn't believe in memoriams or maybe she just wants to grieve privately. Maybe she wanted to grieve privately. Or maybe she didn't get on with him. <laughs> like, uh, there could be any number of reasons. Exactly. Uh, personal reasons. I thought that was ins- I, I thought that was crazy. I read a heartbreaking story last night about that he thought up until a week ago that he was going to beat it. 
And, oh, uh, God. You can just imagine that feeling. And he's, he doesn't he have kids as well? Are he had kids? No, he doesn't no. have any kids. He, he was married, yeah. He was uh, married and no one knew he was married. All right. Very secretive. So they've been together for a good few years, but they only got married last year. Okay. Mm. Oh, God, I love him. Uh, and then they were, they were oh. due to start pre-production in September uh, of Black Panther 2. And that's gone out the window now. And then now the story is Disney are not focused on planning production of the Black Panther sequel following the tragic death of Chadwick Boseman. Uh, they said that they are, they're going to pay tribute to the star. They're trying to pay tribute to him, but they've shelved Black Panther 2 for the foreseeable future. And uh, there was talk of her doing it, the, the little sister becoming Black Panther, because that yeah. is a, that's a twist that happens in the comics. Um, or they could get, they, they could, uh, like, they could actually go with somebody else. See, Right. It depends on what Ryan Coogler wants to do because Black Panther was representation wise one of the most uh-huh. important movies to come out this century or last century. You know, it did so much. It genuinely to read some of the articles written by black Americans is what it did for them. Uh-huh. It's kind of amazing. So um, I, I think there should be another Black Panther. I think it's too early. It's too raw. I think your man should be the next Black Panther, even though... You've already cast it. Huh? You've already cast it. I've already cast it. Who do you think? Winston? Who? Who's Winston? Who who do you say? Who do you... I don't know know his name. Your man who played the bad guy in the first Black Panther. Oh, you think Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, that would be awesome. Can't be Black Panther. Well, you see, he could actually just be... I think it would be awesome, because he is amazing. He's... I think Michael B. Jordan is a fantastic actor. I would totally watch him as Black Panther. Um, isn't he coming back to do something else? Is he doing something in DC or something? He's do he's he signed on for some sort of superhero thing. Oh God, is he in the new uh, Suicide Squad? No, no. Oh, I read it last night and I don't remember it. It's some sort of super, or it's a Disney thing. Hang on, it's a Disney thing. It's a Disney. Is it a Disney live action? Oh, Michael B. Jordan would have been oh. amazing. <laughs> sorry, Chadwick. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not to, you're, you're going to have to delete your Instagram now, Michael. Jordan Disney I think he's going to play something in a live action thing is it Um, no news there sorry I've uh... just put in Michael B. Jordan and don't put in Disney Uh, live action you're supposed to play something Ara it's all about no it's all about uh, Cheswick Busman Right, we gotta go. That was a lovely chat. I thoroughly enjoyed that. We sorry we haven't been on. We've uh, both been su- supremely horrifically disgusting. Oh God, busy we do week. have to go. Yeah. Jeez. Um. Uh, yes, and you know what? I've really enjoyed that chat. So I think maybe it should go to once a week. Oh, really? I we're, do. Not, we're not at a hundred yet. We don't have time. Well, no, how we many are we at? We don't have. A, we don't have time. Because uh, I can't do it on Monday. Sorry, we can talk about this off, 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 off. Okay, offline. Off. Uh, um, we'll do a longer one then once a week and it's been we'll, lovely to be back and we'll pick a day then pick a day and we'll do it and we'll officially move rather than being inconsistent pricks inconsistent inconsiderate pricks I would agree we'll just go, go come on and do it properly uh, for an hour or 45 I would agree minutes. yeah okay we'll do that we'll pick, we'll pick a day next week and we'll do it then Azerbaijan stay away, stay from, away yourselves. from yourselves and, and each, each other, other.